Athletic Pats Podcast, a series where we spotlight the extraordinary efforts and careers of athletic trainers in the state of Pennsylvania, while also continuing to advocate for our profession across the country. My name is Jason Kopeck, clinical athletic trainer and faculty member at Westchester University. I'm proud to be your host for the show. And I do apologize for the brief hiatus in episodes, but picking up right where we left off, I'm eager to continue the conversations with our own internal committee chairs, and I'm happy to join be to be joined today by Mary Catherine Schickel, athletic trainer and the head of our member engagement and value committee for Pats. Mary Catherine, thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Uh, tell us a little bit about where you're currently working. So I currently work at Penn West, California, mm-hmm. um, and I've been, I'm in my third year. And uh, can you talk a little bit about like the transition there? Cause uh, you know, when I was an undergraduate student, we, we knew it as California University of Pennsylvania, right? Yes, that's yeah. right. And um, I actually went to undergrad at California University of Pennsylvania and now I'm back, but Last year, we kind of transitioned mm-hmm. into this uh, merger. So now we have Penn West California, Penn West Edinburgh, and mm-hmm. Penn West Clarion, all under that Penn West name. But I'm at the California campus. Was that a, a big transition for the athletic trainers there, for like the three universities included? Um, I will say that I, I haven't noticed too much of a difference. I was there at you know California University of Pennsylvania my first year, mm-hmm. and the last two years have been. Penn West. Okay. All right. And then you kind of led into it a little bit. You did your undergraduate there. Can you tell us a little bit more about your background and how you got into athletic training? Sure. Um, I did my undergraduate at Cal U and um, coming out of high school, I knew I wanted to do something in the healthcare field. I was kind of interested in a few different things. And then I started working with Um, the student athletes and I really just loved getting to be involved in the whole process the the you know the injury Mm -hmm. the rehab and then getting to see them return back to the field to playing the sport they loved and I found that very fulfilling so um, Mm -hmm. athletic training was just the right fit yeah and then coming out of undergrad to you know where you are now did you have any stops in between in terms of employment um yes I did after undergrad I went to Clemson University and I was a graduate assistant athletic trainer there for two years. Mm -hmm. I worked with their women's rowing team for both of my two years there. And after completing my master's, I worked at Washington and Jefferson College in Washington, PA for three Mm -hmm. years. Okay. What was your experience like at Clemson? You know, big time university Um, like that. (laughs) Yes, it was a big time university. It was very, it was very different coming from Cal who, Mm -hmm. I mean, we had a lot of resources, but um, just going to Clemson was a completely different experience. It was great. I was, I'm so glad that I did it yeah. looking back. Um, but I definitely got to experience a lot of different things. Um, travel, just the, the chaos of, um, game day weekend was, yeah. was very different than yeah. what I was used to. Just the life of division one, huh? Yes. The life yeah. of division one. <laughs> Uh, I'm curious to talk about like, you know, your, your current setting. Um, a few episodes ago, we had Dr. Wendy Wheeler on, um, who was the, uh, the committee chair for the college and university settings. And, you know, she really got into kind of the struggles that we're facing at the university setting in terms of staffing and potentially being overworked. I mean, without getting into the nitty gritty, I mean, are, are, do you guys feel like you're experiencing that as well, like on the western side of Pennsylvania? Um, yes, I would say we're, we're also experiencing that, Mm -hmm. you know, um, 
I also just, this is my first year working um, overlap sports, so yeah. I just came out of that. So I was, we were definitely feeling it during that time. Um, I know in the past, uh, when when graduate assistants were in the picture, there was a little bit of relief from that. Yeah. And um, I think we're definitely feeling the, the, the loss there of the extra help mm -hmm. during the busy season. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I noticed too, um, is just the demands now with the, you know, what we call the out of season sports where it almost sounds like, or it almost seems like there's not even an out of season anymore. They just go from semester to semester. Right. Yes, definitely that too. Yeah. Um, I feel like they're also coming to us more for mm -hmm. different things, which is, which is it's great. great. But yeah. we want to keep providing that right. same high level of care, but it can be difficult when you are trying to balance you know, practices, maybe multiple practices a day with right. an out of season um, sport too. Right. And then Mary, Mary Catherine, when, when, when you left for Clemson, came back to uh, the school there in Washington, PA, I mean, at, at what point did you start your career with, with the Pennsylvania Athletic Training Society and how did you get into that? Um, I started, it was 2020. So mm -hmm. I was in my second year at WNJ mm -hmm. and um, I had been back in in Pennsylvania for then two years mm -hmm. and um, I was just wanting to get more involved um, I kind of knew I would want to get involved with Pat's um, when I was an undergrad uh, Shelley Duchesse was one of my professors and mm -hmm. she was very involved and so um, I knew that that would be something I was very interested in doing and so I just filled out the membership or not the membership application but the interest form yeah. um, and that's kind of how it started um what has pats meant to you thus far um to me it's been a great opportunity for both professional and personal growth mm -hmm. i've had the ability to be involved um with pats mm -hmm. And, and athletic training mm -hmm. in more than just the, the clinical setting and kind of getting to learn about athletic training in Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. uh, I've learned so much of what goes on behind the scenes that I really had no idea. Sure. Um, so that has been a great opportunity. Yeah. And then I tell you what, I mean, this profession, right? We all, we often say that it's, you know, we're the people behind the scenes. Um, in, in just the title of your committee alone, the, the member engagement and value uh, it seems like it's a behind-the-scenes committee of a behind-the-scenes profession. Am I am I yes. right with that? Yeah. Yes, I think that's a great way to put it. <laughs> well, can you tell us a little bit about this committee? Just kind of give us an overview, and um, you know, even if we want to start with how you came to be involved as the chair. Sure. Um, so previously there was a membership committee, mm -hmm. and then kind of in 2020 when I took over, uh, there was an idea to to revamp that to mm -hmm. be more than just um, membership um, mm -hmm. and kind of expand that idea and promote membership in Pennsylvania mm -hmm. and also highlight the value of state membership and why people should be involved and what yeah. um, a mem what being a member does mm -hmm. for you so and what what is what is your ultimate goal as the chair I think there there are multiple mm -hmm. but to promote pat's membership to mm -hmm. educate um members and potential members on the value of being a past member mm -hmm. and, i would say those are the major goals yeah 
So, so when you're making your selling point, I guess, you know, can you highlight what some of those um, benefits are for being a member of Pats? Um, sure. Yeah. We always kind of highlight, there's, of course, the, the continuing education, mm -hmm. the um, mentorship, and mm -hmm. getting to build relationships with other athletic trainers in Pennsylvania. Yeah. I, I often, you know, one of the things that surprised me the most is just how connected we are to each other and, you know, getting to lean on experiences from some of the more seasoned athletic trainers and, you know, some of the greats that have come through, um, you know, this profession and, you know, quite frankly, our state, um, you know, has been, you know, a reward that I didn't know was going to be there. Uh, but getting to just hear some of the experiences of the people that, you know, have really helped mold this profession into what it is, um, you know, are you seeing that, that same type of benefit? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you know, a little bit more background, I guess, on the committee. I mean, your other committee members, is it open for uh, people to join? Um, you, know, you know, what can we do as, as PATS members to help you uh, fulfill those goals? Um, yes, we have about what, about five members mm -hmm. right now. Um, and we're all if we're always open to if someone's interested mm -hmm. um, in joining, if someone thinks they have some, they can bring input we mm -hmm. we would love to have that um yeah. we are always trying to think of of new ways to mm -hmm. kind of promote membership we have done membership drives we have done infographics we've really found that um there's a need for educating people mm -hmm. on, on pats itself um kind of how the pathways to being a pats member um how you can become a pats member and um just overall promoting the the benefits that come with yeah. being an involved um, member. How how often do you guys meet? I mean, I guess I, I maybe saying like, wh what is the uh, commitment from from people that are might be interested? Um, so I would say we it definitely depends on kind of what we have going on. Yeah. There's some busier seasons like yeah. when we've had membership drives. It it's more often, but um, about once a month, maybe once every other month with some emails in between. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's not a, not a huge heavy lift, but sure. there's, we definitely try to keep a, a consistent flow of things going on. Yeah. Can you talk a little bit more about the membership drives and, and really what they are and, um, you know, what they encompass, I guess. Sure. Um, so you can be a PATS member through, um, an NATA membership with a PATS address, but mm -hmm. you can also be a PATS member by, um, like a PATS only member mm -hmm. by filling out our PATS membership application. So we have tried to promote that. Um, mm -hmm. we've done it a few different ways. Um, we did our very first one was, um, like a referral drive. So you could refer a friend, um, to be a PATS member and then you and the friend would be entered to win a, gift card um and then we we did gain quite a few members from yeah. that membership drive just trying to reach different people and maybe um reach people who didn't know that pat's only membership was an option sure sure um are, are you still faced with like people just not being a member but you know being a clinical athletic trainer uh throughout the state um, yes. Yeah. Yes, we do actually see a lot of that. Yeah. And is that, I mean, along with that, I imagine that's a, a big struggle, but are there other obstacles that this committee faces? 
Um, yes, I think one of our, our biggest obstacle, obstacles mm-hmm. is reaching new people. Um, you know, when we promote things maybe on social media, we're, we tend to be reaching the people that are already pretty involved. Yeah. So how do we reach out to people who just may not know um, about Pat's membership and just yeah. may not know the opportunities that are there? Right. So I'd say that's our biggest struggle, something that we kind of always are revisiting and talking about and saying, how do we how do we break this down a little more? How right. do we reach those people? What, um, what would you say then, like in, in your perfect world with this committee? I mean, what, what would this committee look like? A hundred percent involvement from the athletic trainers in Pennsylvania or, you know, is there anything else that you have in mind? Um. Yes, I would say just reaching for that 100% involvement, just reaching for people to, you know, want to be involved and want to be active participants in um, PATS and mm-hmm. the professional aspect of athletic training. Yeah. And, and does involvement always necessarily mean being on committees and, and being engaged in the political landscape of things? No, yeah. um, I don't think so. I think yeah. that there are so many different areas that people – can be involved with that that's not necessarily how it looks for everybody mm-hmm. yeah so w- what would be some of the other options that people have if, if maybe they're not ready to jump into um you know uh committee memberships or you know, you know advocating I, I guess you would say um you know how else could they show involvement um i think people can also be involved by um Things like attending the convention, mm-hmm. attending the different regional events. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes there are things like work groups, which are not as um, heavy as, mm-hmm. as a committee, um, being involved in a committee would be, but still give people the ability to be active and maybe an area that interests them. I think that there are just a lot of ways that you can be involved without um, maybe, you know, chairing a committee doing that kind of sure stuff. sure um you know how, how does it look for you know you guys out on that side as a state in terms of uh you know spreading this word is it just you know talking with colleagues um or you know how else do we advocate for this committee itself i think um talking with colleagues i also think that a large avenue was um talking to students and young professionals Mm -hmm. i know myself as a young professional i was kind of worried that maybe i was i was too young maybe i i was not ready to be Mm -hmm. involved yet maybe you know um i wouldn't i wouldn't be good at it just because Mm -hmm. i don't have that experience but um that that has not been the case for me and i think that that's definitely something to to share with other um, young professionals or people starting out in their career how long have you been in this role mk or is it um or i guess the other question too is you know how long does this go is it until you give it up um with this committee I have, yes this yeah. I, this is my third year mm-hmm. um with the committee and then yes i think so and it's yeah and you know more so about your day-to-day life now at um you know, Penn, Penn West, is that what we refer to what it as? Penn West? Uh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Penn West. I mean, so you had talked a little bit earlier, your, your transition, you were doing volleyball this fall and then now moved on to basketball. 
Yes. So I, I was originally, for the first two years, I worked volleyball, yeah. softball, and swimming. And then um, this year I've transitioned and now I work volleyball and women's basketball. Yeah. How's that transition been, I guess, specifically talking about like uh, early October with like the overlap? Um, it was, it was pretty rough. Um, yeah. we, were also, <laughs> yeah. we were down a staff member this fall. Okay. Um, and we, we've just gone through the hiring process. Mm-hmm. So that added an extra layer of just, um, you know, being, being down a, a whole mm-hmm. person, but, um, the overlap, it was rough. I've never worked in overlap sport. I've yeah. always kind of had separations. So, um, I also, didn't know that that was going to happen until about September. So I was mm. kind of preparing for volleyball in one way. Um, and then it ended up being kind of a, a marathon of a, of a fall semester. Yeah. Um, you know, currently with now only the one sport with basketball, I mean, have things calmed down for you a bit? Is it uh, one basketball team? Do you have both? Yes, things yeah. have calmed down yeah. a lot. And yeah. I just have women's basketball. Yeah. So it's just like, um, you know, imagine the day-to-day activities of, of the one sport. Um, I'm imagining, right? Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Um, for the most part, day-to-day activities of just yeah. basketball. Yeah. And then I have some um, long-term rehabs from, yeah. um, volleyball, from volleyball, from, from, from fall injuries. But for the most part, just the day-to-day. Our women's basketball team practices 6 a.m. to 8 a.m. Oh. So, um, yeah, <laughs> some early mornings, yeah. but that's kind of been nice to yeah. have my um, afternoons and evenings more free. Right. And then, I mean, this goes through the winter. Um, is this your first year with basketball, or are you already used to the grind of uh, winter break, you know, not really being as long for you, or if <laughs> um, at all, is- really? <laughs> This is my first year with um, basketball, like as my dedicated sport. Mm -hmm. When I was at WNJ, they're a D3 school. Mm -hmm. So we kind of all shared basketball um, through the winter. So everyone could kind of get a break. But this will be my my first uh, winter break sport. Great. Well, MK, I I really appreciate you taking the time. I mean, listening to your schedule and the overlap that you just went through and now the grind. I I really appreciate you taking the time this morning to join us today. Well, thank you for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah, and hopefully this brings a little bit more, uh, you know, attention to to your committee and all the work that you and your committee members are doing. So we, we greatly appreciate all your efforts on that. Thank you. And thank you to all our listeners for tuning in. I encourage you to be on the lookout for new episodes as we hear from our committee members before the year is out. Uh, make sure you're subscribed to the show so you're up to date on all the episodes. And help us spread the word by telling your friends you can find us on all major platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Podbean, you name it. All you need to do is search the word The Pats Podcast and look for our logo. Also, I'm always open to hearing from our Pats community. If you have a topic you would like to hear about, want to recommend a guest or hey if you yourself want to be on the show please don't hesitate to reach out to us i'll leave my contact information in the episode description thanks again for listening and remember let's be better athletic trainers together